Hey guys, it's me. It's not that Maggie. It's that other Maggie. Me. Hello you. Hello my beautiful creatures. How are you? How have you been doing? I hope you've been good. I hope you've been well. And I hope you've been, you know, sparkle, sparkle, shining, shining in the way that I know you always do. But if you're like me, we sometimes refuse to see it. <laughs> Yeah. So what is this? What is this? Episode 17. I, I, I can't believe we're here. I really can't believe we're here. What is this consistency? I mean, who is this girl, right? But anyway, I just want to take the time first, right? First and foremost, before we get into it. Um, I'd really like to thank those of you who keep returning week after week, listening to this random crazy person on the mic, you know, and bearing with me and being... I don't know, just here hanging out, you know, just having a good time with me, even though sometimes the topics that we do talk about are the ones that are a little bit more difficult to discuss. And if you're a new listener, welcome, come. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Maggie. Yes, I, oh gosh, I still get extremely, extremely shy every time I have to <laughs> to do that. I don't know. It's really, really, really strange. Um, so yes, episode 17. I mean, I do hope, you know, like, even though I go off tangent a lot of times, you know, and I insert a lot of side stories here and there, I do hope that uh, these things make sense. Yeah, because <laughs> because that's what we're trying to do here and we're just trying our best. Anyway, um, so for this week's topic, um, why is healing so hard? Yeah, for reals. Yeah, I really felt it this week. Yeah, because this weekend, my beautiful creatures, Maggie miscalculated, misjudged. Yeah, and missed something else <laughs> entirely because I actually um, unintentionally, you know, injured my knee. Yeah, I, I already ha I already had like this um old sports injury on my knee. But for some reason, um, I decided to wear the wrong footwear. <laughs> under under the pelting rain you know it was like it was brutal it was it was intense rain it it felt like you know like the wrath of everything just came pouring down it was like yeah exactly because that's how it felt like being under that rain so this weekend um i was like okay i i, I forgot i forgot i had to go and procure this item and it was kind of like time sensitive so i had to run out into the rain and i was thinking you know like It'll be easy. It'll just take a couple of minutes. That's why I wore my slippers. But once I got to the store where I was meaning to get this item, they unfortunately ran out of it. So, I mean, fortunately enough, there were other stores similar to the one that I was going to, go. I've gone into, I guess. And, you know, I I ran around in the rain like a like an insane person or like a sane person, like pressed for time. I was running around in the rain wearing slippers and I was sort of like balancing, trying to like make sure I didn't leave it behind, right? But I guess it put too much strain on my knee. And so I, I, I came home after I've procured the item, like after 30 minutes of, you know, being in the rain, I showered and then I, I sat down and when I got up, like it was just lots and lots of pain. So I was like, oh God, this is, this is bad. This is bad. And it was at that moment when I realized that I couldn't go about what I had originally planned to do over the weekend. I couldn't do those things because I had to physically rest. It was sort of like the time when I was like, okay, I, I just gotta, 
let this one go and let it pass and it gave me the opportunity to to, to think again about this topic that i want to talk to you guys about right this healing business why is it so hard because literally i i was trying to heal my body um over the weekend so this topic has been like swimming in my mind palace for quite some time now and and i know like even in my previous podcasts i always uh refer back to the time when the f- the first lockdown happened when the pandemic was announced right uh th- this topic sort of started there you know in my mind in my mind palace it started swimming around in my mind palace this whole healing business because it was around the time that i feel i first heard of it in a sense that i had the time then to actually try and do it yeah i mean real talk not everyone can afford therapy or like not everyone is willing to because there are some things with the way society sort of impressed upon them how it's not an acceptable thing to do i know it's it's ridiculous it's it's borderline you know like crazy in a way but where i'm from and in the way that my life was going before all of this stuff happened before i was given the time to actually think about it right it it was never a thing it was never an acceptable thing to sort of say what do you mean maggie you're not making any sense okay it's like this it's like this in the before times and even in the way that i was raised sort of maybe a little bit you don't really say sorry um can you give me a little bit of time right now because i gotta heal (laughs) normally when someone says that it's pertaining to you know like medical recovery or something equivalent right but it's never about emotional health or mental health yeah does that make sense so it was around a time when the first lockdown happened when i actually had the time to just sit here and talk to myself listen to myself uh fight with myself (laughs) argue with myself and all of those things wherein i i was sort of gifted this time to just go ahead and address that and in the beginning to be quite honest you know since i said i wasn't raised with that stuff right in the beginning, I, I had to talk to, you know, I got so bad to the point where I had to go talk to a friend, you know, virtually, of course, because during that time, you know, like everything was closed. No one was allowed outside and for good reason, yeah, because we were trying to like stop the transmission. Anyway, this friend of mine who has known me forever, right, who's known me forever, um, I was talking to him and I was telling him like, this is how I was feeling and this is how the people around me are making me feel. This is how I think I'm making them feel, right? And he said to me like, Maggie, why don't you use this time? Because you're a very busy girl in, in the before times, right? Like before the lockdown and everything. You are a very, very busy girl. You never really gave yourself that much time and attention that you were just too busy doing things why don't you take this time you know he he told me why don't you take this time to actually just address this stuff right and i was like heal myself <laughs> i know it sounded so foreign it sounded so foreign then you know and and to think of it that was almost like two years ago 
um, because I was going through some stuff, man, and and I'm sure everyone was. You know, we didn't know if we were gonna survive or, or like what is this? This is the apocalypse, as I've described described before, right? So I was like, heal myself. Like, isn't that like the last thing? But then, you know, he ultimately convinced me and said, when will you ever get the time again? And and I doubt, I doubt that you're the type of person who would actually, quote unquote, put yourself first. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I was such a toxic, toxic presence for myself, like for real things, right? So w- when he and I were, you know, the more we talked about it, right? The more I realized how scary it was because... But part of a part of healing yourself meant you had to look at aspects of yourself that you disliked the most, right? And you had to look at aspects of yourself that you are aware you are doing and you know that the effect is harmful to yourself, but you keep doing them anyway. I know, I know. I was like, what? I'm the villain here. I'm the main character in my story, but I'm also the villain here. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, like with the many, 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 many ways a person can sort of heal themselves, you know, you, you can either go seek for therapy, you know, and if you don't, if you can't um, go to therapy, you have to study, you have to like be inward looking and stuff. With the many ways that you can do that, ultimately, there's some parts of yourself that you may dislike. You dislike it so much because the truth is, you may have picked it up from another person who you sort of also dislike, but for some reason you picked up their habit, right? And it may not have the the, the, the effect on you that you would desire, yeah, does that make sense? You know, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, some aspects of what we learn and we need to unlearn and things like that. Yeah, I'm talking about it vaguely because I know that for some this may be a um, a topic that's a little too close to home. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give an example about myself. Yeah. Okay. So people actually think I'm a very very patient person. <laughs> And I'm laughing because this is actually a little bit of um, a reputation of mine when it comes to my professional life. People actually believe that I am a very, very patient person, right? But I'm really not. Deep inside, I'm not. I'm totally not very, very patient. Um, This impatience, I may have picked it up from an adult, you know, as I was growing up, an adult who was also very impatient. And you know how, like, when you're young, you you sort of mimic, you know, even though you're not aware of it, you mimic traits, right, um, from the people around you. So I, I, I'm really this impatient person. But the reason why maybe people think that I am a very, very patient person is because I, 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 I gauge it, you know, I depend it on the person I am speaking with, right? Because I know off the bat, how hurtful it was when this adult in my life, you know, when I was younger, when this adult in my life would be very, very impatient with me to the point wherein I was expected to know, I I felt like I was expected to know and understand things that were never taught to me in the first place. And in turn, started to give me this insecurity, started to make me feel like I was an idiot, you know, all those negative things, yeah. So, 
during this time of quote-unquote healing that I had, you know, like during the first, you know, few weeks of it, it was really scary and it was really um, emotional in a way because I, in order for me to effectively do it, you know, effectively do it and for it to actually count, I had to be very, very brutally, brutally honest with myself, right? Like all of the aspects about me that I disliked, I had to sort of trace them back to to why I started doing those things in the first place. Yeah, and you know, like um, in my previous podcast, actually quite recently, and and as you may <laughs> as you may have observed, I'm still in the process of healing, right? Like um, in the previous podcast, I mentioned about how I I realized I was such a big big people pleaser and. I cried, yes, there were tears, there were tantrums, you know, like realizing why I started doing those things, how unfair it was, you know, whose fault it was, partly others, partly mine. And it's also, you know, part of this healing thing is also mm, one of the difficult things about it is you are sometimes forced to admit to yourself that the people you love the people you love, the people you trust, the people you hold dear, the people you put on a pedestal, right? The people you would fight dinosaurs for, in a sense, may have been the ones who hurt you, may have been the ones who sort of um, gave you whatever it was you were trying to heal from. And that's a lot to swallow, to be honest, right? Like, that's a lot to digest, yeah, and it made me, you know, even think about what love is, you know, like what is love? What is sort of like just um, conditioning, <laughs> you know, things like that. And and throughout the journey, right, like throughout that whole journey, um, I was given this chance, I think this chance, you know, 5,001 years old. My 5,001 years old self, I was given this chance, this rare opportunity to sort of get to know myself again. You know how like I always talk about people are always changing and so on and so forth. Yeah, because I, you know, at some point I was sitting there thinking, wait, when it, when did I become this? I, I wasn't like that. Yeah, that's, that's what happens, you know, like when you're given the time and you you're sort of like processing these things out it's not easy it'll be painful there'll be tears there'll be regrets there will be massive um amounts of guilt you know like all of those negative quote-unquote emotions yeah but the whole point i guess the whole point of healing is to understand yourself better and it'll pave the way for you to move on to be the next version of yourself or for some i guess to be in touch with their authentic selves yeah and you know it can even go as as like simple as you've been eating um your eggs scrambled for years right trying to please someone or trying to make it more convenient in order to address someone else's taste so you know you wake up even though you prefer sunny side ups you would scramble the eggs serve it to the person you love you know and in the end when you assess it why have i been eating scrambled eggs for years when i don't even like it right because i guess one of the things that i realized is that love makes you 
really really dumb sometimes and by dumb like i mean like you don't do things for yourself anymore like love makes you do things that are nonsensical or you don't really know who it's for at the end of the day and you hurt yourself and you end up putting yourself last and things like that right I mean, it's okay to put other people first, you know, when it's necessary, but you should never put yourself last always is what I'm saying. And sometimes, you know, when I say love makes you dumb, that's what it does. Basically, you put yourself last all the damn time to the point wherein you don't know who you are anymore. So, yes, those were the things that I sort of were were forced to like confront yeah like <laughs> i had to look at that th- those things and i had to look them in the eye and be like hey okay i'm seeing you right now i'm dealing with you we're gonna battle it out and i know i'm gonna get hurt i know i'm gonna bleed i know i'm gonna cry i know i'm gonna be in shambles but i gotta do it because i want to move forward and the difficult part about um, being in the lockdown, you know, there's so many controversial things that were discussed, you know, like people being forced into places where probably, you know, chances are there are other people out there who may not want to be in that environment. A lot of these um, traumatic experiences come out to the surface. Yeah. So I think, I think even though it's a consistent, you know, cycle, we have to be aware that we have to heal ourselves does that make sense yeah in order to move forward and stuff so i mean there are many many ways you know i'm not an expert as i always say there are many many ways to heal yourself but i've you know i don't stick to one process i don't stick to one process i i I sort of rotate them or or do the process that is necessary at a given point depending on on my mental health or emotional health or just plainly what's happening in my life yeah okay so i've broken it down to three three ways three main ways that i i sort of rotate (laughs) my healing yeah okay the first one i've already you know i've mentioned it before you know you kind of just like sit there you you talk to yourself, you listen to yourself, you you look at your demons in the eye and say, "Hey, okay, we're going to we're going to talk this out. We're going to visit all those dark places and and heal those, you know, you know, they talk about your inner child. We're going to heal your inner child. You know, it's going to be painful, but I got to do it." Because unfortunately, no one else can. It, it it's it's up to you, right? Like that's but but I think this applies more to like the bigger issues that you may be going through, you know, as a person. So for me, it was like my people pleasing, you know, habit. I don't I don't know. Like I wasn't like that. I wasn't like that. But I guess eventually, for the sake of the peace, it became a habit. I I minded everyone first, you know, put myself last, and just spent a lot of time crying about, you know, like crying about me and feeling sorry for me and. And sort of reshaping who I was in order to make everyone else happy. Making people happy is always a good thing. But it should never be at, a, at the cost, I guess, of yourself, of your personality, of what makes you happy at the same time. Yeah, so there's that one wherein you sort of just process it and, and do it. Now, the thing, though, about healing by yourself is... I, I've observed, you know, like with friends and family and stuff. It only works if you really want to heal yourself. If you're really, really willing to face your demons. 
Yeah, does that make sense? Because sometimes, you know, even even before the pandemic, let's say, you know, even before a situation wh- when there's a lockdown, um, there there's always time, I guess, there's always time for you to process these things out. But because it's so scary, because it's so scary, it's, you know, and you don't want to cry anymore and you don't want to feel bad anymore, feel guilt or go through that whole ordeal. We just don't mind it. You know, we just forget about healing. So, for instance, you you are given the time to actually, you know, figure it out. You have a whole weekend, let's say, for instance. Instead of addressing those things over that particular weekend, we end up escaping or doing other things and, and such. Anything but confronting our own demons. And, and it, you know, I, I get it. I understand. It's a scary thing to do. It's, you know, it's painful for one. And who likes, you know, that kind who likes to put themselves in that kind of pain, right? But if you're self-healing and, and you know, you, you want to do it that way, you have to be committed to it in a sense that you use your time wisely. You know, you don't run away. You don't run away from your demons. You don't run away from them. You don't, you don't pretend they don't exist. You look at them in the eye. Like, I joke about that. I joke about it and 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 then I like um play it like it's an easy thing to do but it isn't because I know my beautiful creatures it isn't because as I said some realizations about the people around you may also come up right some truths may come up that you may not be happy with either about yourself or like the people around you yeah so when you when you heal by yourself when you heal alone it has to be full of intention and conviction and a promise to yourself that you're gonna going to be do this. To, <laughs> you're going to be doing this. Sorry, my English. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, but I think though, like you also have to have the same amount of commitment, um, no matter what form or no matter what route or or way that you want to do this. You have to have the same amount of commitment, a commitment to yourself and yourself alone. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, the the first, you know, I'm just giving, I'm giving like the <laughs> my top three go to every time I have to like process things out. Yeah. So there's that. It's the healing by yourself, and then the other one is healing with friends. Now, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. Healing with friends um, sounds like a better idea if you're feeling scared or if you're feeling not so confident in doing this process, this hard process, this healing process by yourself. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, because your friends, they're, they're basically your chosen family, right? However, this one, I, I've, I've realized, this one is the one wherein you have to consistently be aware as well. You have to keep yourself in check the most. What do you mean, Maggie? Okay, for instance, sometimes I, I like to heal with friends. You know, like how I talk about I sort of um, rotate my routines, right? When I heal with friends, it means I'm sort of, you know, talking to them about it, you know, processing it, you know, with them and everything. And at the same time... um surrounding myself with love when i go through this very very difficult and scary thing of confronting my demons right the things that hurt me the things that make me you know like toxic and bad in my eyes yeah at the same time at the same time the reason why i say you have to be very very self-aware is because um 
how does one explain? Okay, you have to be self-aware because this also affects your friends. And and you have to be aware of how it does. Yeah. Meaning to say you can't be the person that sort of goes, Okay, I'm I'm trying to heal myself. Can I be surrounded by your warmth and love, right? And your friends, of course, they're your chosen family. They're they're, they're gonna be like, Okay, yeah, 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 sure. We're gonna love you. We're gonna love the shit out of you, you know. We want you to win this battle of healing and stuff. So we're gonna surround you with so much love. But the question is the question is how much is this taking out of your friends as well? Right? Like I've been I've been in both um sides of this. I've been in the receiving end wherein I am surrounding myself with my friends in order to like uh heal from past trauma and things like that. But at the same time I, I've also been the friend that the person goes to, you know, and and just, you know, real talk, it is draining. It is very, very draining. Every time you have to go and help someone heal, right? Because it requires a certain amount of your energy to go to them. Yeah, makes sense. So if you're one of those people who like to heal with friends, the only thing that I ask of you, and I guess I want to point out, is that you have to be very, very aware, you know, and present and observant to see if it's taking too much out of your friends. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, of course they're going to say, I'm going to help you because they love you, right? But the last thing that they, you know, the last thing you want them to feel is that you're only there every time that you need something from them. Because as a person who was in the other side of this, you know, the one that's helping another person heal, this this sucked, man. This really sucked big time because it was... You know, I was healing myself. I was doing things and I was like healing them. There was just too many things. Yeah. And unfortunately, yes, I know sometimes there are people who never return the favor as well. So if you're in the other side of this whole process, the one that's helping another person heal, also be aware when someone is, you know, taking too much out of you. When they're just, you know, receiving, receiving, receiving and, and stuff. And maybe, and maybe, I don't know. Everyone is different. Maybe, I don't know. So everyone being different means everyone has a different limit. And again, I will remind you, my beautiful creatures, always protect your heart and always protect your peace. You know, we want to be giving, but at the same time, we have to make sure we leave some for ourselves. Because, you know, as an expert people pleaser, I'm just gonna, you know, say uh, my years of expertise in giving and giving and healing other people to make everyone else happy has taken a lot out of me. And that's why we are here trying to do this healing thing. Yeah, so there's a lot more, I guess, a lot more self-awareness that, that has to happen from both sides if you're healing with friends. Yeah, makes sense. And the the third one, my third other go-to when it comes to this like whole healing process, um, sometimes it gets so hard, you know, like trying to heal and process things alone. And, you, you know, you drive yourself crazy to some point. You know, it's like every five hours you have an existential crisis. You know, every every tiny thing, you know, just gets to you and you're in your head too much, right? And sometimes, you know, you, you don't want to go to your friends anymore because, you know, you feel like you've taken too much out of them. And because you know, you know how difficult it is to always be the one in the giving end. Yeah. So the other one, the other one that I like to do 
is I heal myself by helping um, others. What does that What does that mean? What does that mean? So I uh, doesn't it sound the same as like the one prior, Maggie? You know, you're giving and stuff. When I say healing by helping others, um, it's not about helping them through their healing process. You know, it's more about helping others by like. You know, doing little things for them that they may be having trouble with. Like, for instance, um, sometimes I, I'd be like, hey, um, I can run all these errands for you if you'd like. You know, like I do that because then that way I'm still sort of doing something positive, you know, without having to be too much in my head. So I'm doing this like little tiny things or maybe big things, you know, like um, for instance, I was like a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine. She was trying to start up her her baking company, right? And I was like, yo, dude, give me. I'm, I'm going to help you design this and stuff. I'm going to help you figure it out. You know, like, let, let me, let me use my natural skills to to do this, right? And and I keep telling my, this really good friend of mine, that was like basically like my sister in a way. I kept telling her that, you know, this is helping me a lot because it's healing me by sort of highlighting to myself what I'm good at and at the same time it's good for everyone and it's good for her I mean dude like I'd fight dinosaurs for this girl so I I, I was like I I do all of this like um collaterals and like style guides for you because this is helping me and she's like are you sure this is not like stressing you out and I would tell her and reassure her that yes this is helping me through my healing process you know because I didn't I was so tired being in my head all the time and I just wanted I just wanted to do something that will sort of make me feel like I'm still good at something every time that imposter syndrome is kicking in or like that um self insecurity that insecurity thing is popping up you know like let me do something you know that I'm good at to help you yeah, so that's the third one. That's a he, that's a healing by helping others thing. I mean, there's really no set way or like a specific way about this. But but at the end of the day, like I understand very very well how scary it is. That's what makes it so hard. It's very scary because you have to confront things about yourself that you may not want to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things you know that that may have happened you know that contributed to the hurt that you're carrying right now or like the pain that you're carrying right now or like that trait that you wish you could have changed you know you could just change it if you could just change it you know that your life may be better right and there are so many so many of these things out there and you know i'm sure all of you my beautiful creatures have at least like two or three right yeah am i right yeah as scary as it may be, and I'm still, you know, in the process of it, right? As scary as it may be. Time really is your ally when it comes to this, you know? And know that your chosen family, you know, like whether it's your family, your actual family, or like your friends, they're there for you, man. So the, I, I just want to sort of remind you that it's it's okay to be scared. Yeah, it's okay to be scared. But you have to eventually face that fear. There's really no, like, manual on how one faces their fear. Yeah, makes sense. Because, you know, okay, sometimes before I face my demons, I could either, you know, 
some random days I can be like, all right, let's go, let's go. You and me, my demon, let's go, let's battle it out. You know, there are some days, days that I'm like that. But there are also days wherein I'm like, no, I need to do this, 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 and this first in order, in order to prepare for that battle. So there's really no manual or like steps one to five on how you can be brave in facing these demons, right? But the important thing at the end of the day is you do. And just take comfort and I guess take strength from the fact that you are loved, that there are people around you that are rooting for you, you know, and that you are never alone in doing this. Even even if, let's say, you've decided to sort of um, heal by yourself. You want to do the healing alone thing, yeah? You can always opt to like go to a therapist. And if you can't do that, then you have to do it by yourself. But just the fact that there are like millions, millions of people going through the same motions just as you. Take strength in that. Yeah, does that make sense? Because I, I say this, I say this. Um... I say this with confidence because there was a time in my life wherein I shut everyone out. I, I stopped communicating. I, I decided, no, I'm just going to go through this alone. You know, I don't think I'm, anyone wants to hear this or like anyone wants to partake in this dark period of mine wherein I'm confronting my demons and my demons are many and they're surrounding me, right? I I felt really alone to the point wherein my my go-to like the resort that you know i i thought of was calling a hotline yeah but at this you know so so i do understand the feeling of being alone in that and it's also you know like this is the hard part to say but it is also up to you you know how like i say people need people too yeah it's also up to you to open up to the people around you, the people you can trust, to let them know that you're going through this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? So, however your process is, whatever it is, my beautiful creatures, just know you are never alone. Like, as I said, <laughs> there's probably millions and millions of people going through the same thing. But the important part that I want to, you know, sort of share is that it is doable it is doable. All it takes is, you know, that moment of courage in order for you to face yourself into this healing business <laughs> that's so hard. And it will take time. You will get discouraged. You will feel like you're back to square one most of the time. I'm still in the healing process. I feel like I'm in step negative three most of the time. But, you know, once you start to understand yourself more because you've chosen to heal yourself, you've, you, you're getting in touch with your authentic self, you know, you're going to make sunny side ups instead of like eating scrambled eggs just to please other people all the time. There's a sense of freedom, freedom in that. And, and the best way I can describe it is... For the first time, I can actually feel like I could breathe. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've been taking short, short breaths all the time, like quick inhales and quick exhales. But for the first time, I, I actually felt like I could breathe because I was learning things about myself and unlearning bad things about myself. And at the same time, getting in touch with myself from before you know like sort of saying hey why did i stop doing that i should go do that again or like saying uh-uh that has to stop 
You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah. So, yes, this business is hard, but you know, my beautiful creatures, I have deep faith in you and I know you can do it. Yeah. And sometimes all it takes is that one moment of courage. Yeah. And with that, and with that, I will have to bid you a good day or a good night because <laughs> actually um, right now the sun is beginning to rise because I have this weird um, recording schedule uh, wherein I have to find a quiet. So yes, um, I've got to go, right? But remember to drink your water. Remember to breathe. Yeah. Remember that you are loved and remember you are never alone, my beautiful creatures. Okay. You know, I'm going to say it. It breaks my heart every time I have to leave you. But I gotta go for now, okay? Bye-bye.